Beautiful girl, all over the world. I could be hanging, but my time will be wasted. Nothing on you, baby. Hello, boys and girls, and we are back for a new episode of the Chatting Chip Podcast. Jacob, what are we talking about today? It's National Celebrating Life Day today, so uh, you know, I want to thank everyone who's listening to this, who will be viewing this in the coming weeks. Does that mean we have to have a lot of sex, though, to uh, create what? more life? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Celebrate Life Day, so surely you want to create life. It's celebrating, <laughs> not creating life Am I wrong? Day, Yes. Is there partly. a celebrating create life day? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Is there a national Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 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 a national sex day? There's there probably is to be fair. But yeah. okay, anyway. So uh, Casey, how have you spent your day? Well, what have you done today? My day is Oh my god, there is! <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake. Um, what day is it quickly? June the June the ninth, because it's sixty nine. Oh, oh no. that, that is tragic. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> Casey, what did you do today? How did uh, you celebrate your day? Well you know. Um, a lot of uh, like lunches and free periods that I've had. Um, I, I like it more now that uh, we're sort of getting into larger groups and then uh, we're playing these these games. Uh, some of you may know of a, a game called Mafia um, and then a spin-off version called, called Werewolf and then like card games and stuff like that. How does, how does the Mafia work, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the, the details of uh, the yeah, Mafia. You better, watch, you better watch what you say. You know. Well, no, it's, it's just a game called Mafia. Um, and it includes, uh, well, it involves using your wits to try and detect who... Do you have to level up from a, uh, like a level one crook to a level 100 Mafia boss? <laughs> Stale memes. Stale memes. <laughs> Stale memes. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, I I've think, seen I it. think it's, it's, it's good to, to enjoy live... Sort of games with people. It's, t- it's taken um, the six one block by storm. That's Actually, yeah, it's that's true. It has yeah. to be. I don't, don't know who I mean, started. Yeah. Well, so it is. So come? it was um, uh, basically uh, one of the people in our groups. Um, it was like a Cambridge trip or something like that, and then he suggested that they all played it as they had a couple games there, and then just randomly, just a f- like a free period, um, there was a group of us just sitting in the six one block, and we were just like, "Hey, do you want to play Mafia?" Um, so we played it then and we just sort of continued playing it because you know it's a fun game and now it's like the whole upper level of the 6-1 block is just people playing Mafia yeah, yeah I mean it's Where this, well it's just like this big group of us that always uh, that always play it yeah people have been taking it seriously so I mean it's, it's a good game because it's uh, it's enjoyable like obviously I mean I think obviously the fact that we have more freedom in 6-1 it allows us to do that sort of thing but also like it needs to be done more you know, because yeah. I don't. People don't meet up to do that sort of thing. Exactly. Like, I mean, like it's so easy to connect. When to was life. the last time you, like you actually had a game night of like actual board games? Yeah. yeah exactly. Like inviting people around just playing like Monopoly or like mm-hmm. Scrabble or uh, Cluedo. Cluedo's a banging petition game. to just bring back yeah. stuff like board game nights. National. Board, I mean, I like, bet there's a national board game day. Probably. Probably. But, but yeah. it's like my mum pretty much like threw out most of our board games. I was like, why? Yeah, we, we it's like, oh, but you barely use them. It's like the whole point in board games is that. You keep them for the occasional time that you will use yeah, them just I mean, randomly. Exactly. And like sometimes you can use the board games and then create your own rules to make it harder and more challenging and therefore create your own variation of the game. I mean, I'm not sure about that, but like... Really? Well, usually, I usually stick to the board game rules. Uh, if I get bored of a board game, I'll create my own rules so that... Well, like, so you're playing chess and you're just like, oh, nuclear war strike just blows everyone's, <laughs> <laughs> blows everyone's faces off the board. Well, I remember back in the good old year eight when I used to go to... Uh, 
like chess club with Tom and Charlie. Tom and Charlie, if you're if you're listening, shout out to you guys and uh, Year Eight Chess Club. Um, but it was like you know what we got bored of regular chess. We played it week in week out, and so what's what's better than chess? Mega chess. <laughs> <laughs> so you get four boards, and then you just upscale the pieces, and it just works great. So it's big chess. It's just big chess. It's big chess. It's Can just four people play. It's just four times chess. Can four people play. Well, we played it at two. So what, you had, oh, four, that's, you that's had four that's kings. Yo, that's mad. It was a, it, it was a long game of chess. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no I, I still play like chess and Ludo with my grandparents all the time. Like Ludo's a banging game. Ludo, that's the thing. It's a good game. It's sort of we're like so with me and my family, especially when we go on holiday and we go out for dinners. My dad always pulls out his phone and we always play a game of Ludo. There's always his phone it's just great. in the middle while we're eating. We you can forge alliances. You can you know, stab each other in the back. It's brilliant. <laughs> okay, no, you shit. In a conflict in the Shelton no, family. No, 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 no. But it's, it's, you know, it's nice because you can, you know, you're next yeah. to each other. You can, you know, you're interacting. I mean, I mean, it's forced. She said, look, don't wink at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is one of the positives of obviously having like your phones to play games and stuff. It's like, obviously, we're not going to bring the whole Ludo game board out like every time. We exactly. Dinner. But no, that's the thing. But it's I, just on your phone. I, I, mean, that, I think that's the thing people overlook. Like, you can implement technology into. Yeah, I mean, sort of wasn't there a Monopoly game where like you had your own debit card or something? It was instead of actual paper money, you used a Oh, is like that like mini- uh, Millennial Monopoly or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, and uh, like, it would have its own like card reader and that. I tried it, is it at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I was a uh, little youngin. So that's, how Louis, <laughs> little youngin. so that's how Louis got into crippling debt. That's, that's the only thing he remembers Yes, yeah, so I used a, mal- a fake Monopoly <laughs> card and somehow I still got into debt. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only thing Louis remembers. He was at a gas station well, and he got into debt. It was like... I was, I was a youngin. It was a youngin. youngin. And I, and youngin. When you're a youngin, right? Why do you keep saying youngin? Because that's just what I say in the law. When I was, when I was <laughs> young, educated, and just say when you were younger. When I was younger, when I was, you know, you know, when you're child. youngin and you, um, your your mum and your mum and dad had like that magic money card. You didn't know how it worked. It was just a card which could pay for things, and you didn't know how. I mean, I never questioned it. I did. I was like, hmm, this is weird. I just asked, what's that? And they say, this it's, the it's a card this with is money. Exactly. Like, exactly. Okay. And then it became the magic money card. No, but this is exactly. It's not really magic. And then you stole your mum's magic money card. And then the IRA came after you. Have you stolen your mum's debit no, card? No, I have not. Good. But um, I don't believe you for one second. <laughs> this is exactly Mrs. Like... Thomas, if you're listening, your no, son has like, betrayed they... you. But like, I remember I used to have like a wallet when I was like, Six or seven. Okay, you're not special. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I kept a Monopoly debit card. <laughs> <laughs> right. I Did you ever try and pay like for something with it? I did. I got declined. No, well, we I wasn't expecting you to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they accepted it. Yeah, it had a million pounds on it. What you... Well, it did in Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had some balls as a uh, youngin to whip out his Monopoly card and stick it in the machine. I'll stick my card in your machine. In case you don't look disappointed. <laughs> But no, I mean, it's obviously we're in a, an age of technology, but as it's National Celebrate Life Day, yeah. you know, it's good to, to obviously well, there's the whole thing, like well, you live in the moment, celebrate, celebrate the, the games you play in real life. Would you, would you say that like Calling electronic integration well, That's not what I said. <laughs> would you say that electronic integration of games is good for so for instance you could play like monopoly on the xbox yeah, would you say that's the same kind of thing though? it's not no, okay it, I, mm, mm. it's not quite the same but i think it has 
its own benefits. Like you can connect well, yeah. with people all around the world. Like yeah, because obviously not all the time are you going to be able to. You like you're not going to go around someone's house to play a game and off. Exactly, and there's like instances where like I don't know, family lives in different countries. You know, like just general long distance relationships. Like you can, you know, you can match up. You know, you can still spend time together in ways that you wouldn't be able to otherwise had they not existed. I'm not saying necessarily just board games. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same when they're not in the same room. It's just part of the atmosphere, obviously, because you don't have that that physical connection of being right next to each other. It's like watching like a sports game on TV compared to actually being in the stadium. Yeah, of course. It's it's still good. Most of the reason you go isn't for the game, but it's for the atmosphere. Yeah, like it's still it's still it's still a good time. You still can enjoy it. It's obviously, but they're not comparable. They're both good in different ways. Yeah, exactly. Then how would you? So say you're like, oh, it's it's different if you're playing it. If you're watching sports at home or at the stadium, what if it's something like esports though? Because aren't you essentially watching it just on a bigger screen, just at a venue? Well, no, because it's still the atmosphere. It's yeah. the, you don't have a few thousand people sitting in your bedroom watching exactly. it with you, are you? Exactly. True. It's so the same it, as watching football at home, isn't it? You can get yeah, together yeah, about yeah, it. Exactly. You're just watching other people do something. It's a, it's a spectator yeah, sport. Yeah. Could you say you're just watching? I tell you it. what looks like it has a good atmosphere though. Have you ever seen a darts game? I have on seen the a TV. darts game. Darts games are great. I would love to go there to an actual darts game because they look like they just have a massive sesh. <laughs> Everyone pretty, gets drunk in the background. Yeah, they're just I'm watching pretty people sure they don't even know how the game works. Yeah. They just go for the I alcohol. See, I have watched it. I remember watching a darts game and like with my dad, and he missed the board, and everyone went whoa! <laughs> they went crazy. But it was like, yeah. It's just like you, you don't. I'm pretty sure most of them don't even care about the game. It's just. Right. It's just a sesh. It's just a reason to go out. So it's just the atmosphere. It's just a reason to go out. It's like why do you why do you go to listen to live music rather than just listen to it in your room? It's because of the atmosphere. It's like yeah, exactly. Like it's the opportunity. You know, you get to go out and all the perks of them, the things that come with it. It's not necessary. You can still listen to something, watch something from wherever. It's just. It's not like anything's necessarily worse if if like you're you're just doing it by yourself. But it's just. It's just the added bonuses of having that atmosphere, being with your friends and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if you guys are listening to this podcast right now, you're still getting a good end of it. You're still enjoying it. But if you were here, you'd enjoy it more. It'd be a different. Not with Smelly Jacob though. Smelly <laughs> Whoa! Don't shut up. I smell incredible. You do. You do much. smell incredible. Exactly. Man. Okay, this is a really weird <laughs> moment. I want to break this. He up. Wing- he winks at me earlier. You're thinking this is weird. Let me smell you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm gonna uh, decline that. Louis, going back to the whole point of esports, I think we've mentioned it before, but um, yeah, how, we're, how we're in an games, Overwatch. Guys, we're in an esports. Yeah, just a, just a subtle just a, weird weird flex, but we are in obviously in an Overwatch um, Open Division tournament. I'm on the bench, bench. You're, you're not even registered. I'm, I'm on the bench, bench, man. Let's go. But no, I mean it's just like that's the that's the thing. Well, do you think stuff like esports is easier to get into than regular sports? Should I start calling you two athletes? I wouldn't really. <laughs> no. Yes. I wouldn't, no. yes. I wouldn't quite call myself an athlete. But yes. I wouldn't say it's easier. I wouldn't say anything is easy in terms of a competitive standpoint. Nothing is easy in competitive. Things are easier. Yeah. To, things yeah. are easier, but nothing is easy. I wouldn't say that. In a competitive standpoint, everyone's playing to be the best. Therefore, yeah. you're still yeah, going to yeah, get the course. same challenges in all the sports. I think. There's no, there's no I, skill cap for anything. That's what I hate about the whole, that mainstream sort of portrayal of like, oh, I guess I'm just going to go, like, I've, I remember um, watching, um, I probably like BBC or something like that, um, and them talking about like video games, and it was after the, the Fortnite World Cup, and this, what, 16-year-old won $3 million? Yeah. And then one of the ladies presented it, 
was just like, oh, I might as well just go play games now. But exactly. I'm like, it's, it's, they present it as such an easy thing, but I guarantee you get on them, they're going to be clueless. Yeah. No, no, no. This is the thing. It's like games, sports, it doesn't matter. They all have like an infinite skill cap as such. There's no real limit. Obviously, there's limits to what we can physically do. But in terms of like mechanically, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's no there's, set there's no point. Set, there's always going to be ways if you, you can If you look at a game like what we're playing, Overwatch, right? It's kind of a game of chess. It is. It's, exactly. it's very tactical. There's too many yeah. You have to exactly. think of where you. You have to think of where you are. You have to think about the mechanics of the game, aka the rules of the game. You have to think of how things work, how you compare certain moves. It's basically a game of chess. Exactly. It's just exactly. like real time chess. Exactly. Yeah. Like you wouldn't. You wouldn't tell someone like who plays going back to the board game thing, who plays competitive chess. You wouldn't tell them off, would you? You wouldn't. Exactly. You, you'd reward them if exactly. they won three minutes. It's like, like stuff. It's, but like arguably, I mean, this might be uh, like have a varied opinion on but arguably video games are more like skillfully demanding than traditional like yeah, professional so, definitely games. in certain ways it depends what you're playing obviously i think certain sports are more skill based some are more strength based you know it's, it's the, the pure argument for it is that it doesn't have as much of a physical toll yeah, on exactly. your body you yeah. don't have to train for it physically yeah, but you do have to dedicate well, you a do lot have to, of well, time. Well, you do have to train I physically, mean, but just not to the same degree yeah. as like a I mean, I know athlete. a professional called uh, Sinatra. He's quite famous. He is an insane He's player. an insane player. But he has to play eight hours a day just to make sure yeah, his aim doesn't like, degrade. Yeah, what it's like. I mean, you he get, did get MVP in the Overwatch World Championship. At, yeah, the World Cup and the Overwatch League as yeah. well. Yeah, that was insane. The mm. thing is, like, if an athlete, like, if Usain Bolt, I know he's retired now, but if he stopped running for three months or something, he wouldn't oh, be able yeah. to achieve yeah. the same speed. It's the same thing. If you if you don't practice at it constantly, you're gonna you're gonna degrade in some way or another, whether exactly. it be physically, mentally, like, or technically. It's it's not necessarily something that requires little time. You need to be constantly exactly. Practicing. Us as humans, we're adaptive animals. We adapt we adapt to our situation. Therefore, if you put yourself in a situation once, sure you might be okay with it, or you might be terrible the first time, but it doesn't matter. If you keep doing it more and more and more, you adapt to that situ different situations and know how to uh, perform and react better. I wouldn't say adapt, but more like, you know, you can you can get more experience in that area, mm. you know, improve. Yeah, but when you say improvement, is it is adapting? No, because you don't. Well, it, you can improve at something, but not necessarily adapt to it. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, if you improve in a certain area, I'd say you can improving adapt, like, is adapting. If, it, if it's like, I mean, I think improving. If it's is like in a adapting. game and you're improving something. Could you not just say you're adapting to no. like? Well, no, I'd, I don't, I'd, I don't I'd know. I'd say the I'm, other I'm way around. I'd say if you're adapting to something, you're improving an area. So if you're adapting, uh, let's say take an esport. If someone, let's say like uh, this, you know, esports sort of chess sort of thing. If someone makes a move, you might adapt around that move. You might improve like an area or, or, or you or you like adapt to that. You like adapt your play style. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. But you're improving parts of that in order to work around someone else's. You're adapting, but that involves improving. Exactly, and yeah. and it's it's also. It's just, um, it's methodical thinking as well. You you have to be quite uh, witty and on top of your smarts. When you you have to have fast reactions. Yeah, you well. have to know what's going on. You have to you have to know how to react. For instance, with the Fortnite person who won three million, he had to know how to react in different situations. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, Otherwise, if he slipped up, that would be it. Of course, that's exactly. the thing. You have to think about as well with games. As much as like some people can see it as, oh, you're just clicking and pressing buttons. You have to think about. Like, we don't. It's second nature to us because we've been playing games for so many yeah. years. But 
you have to think about how much is actually going on in your screen and how much you have to plan for that yeah. you don't actually like. I mean, it's like yeah, that, that someone new to the game wouldn't. Because that's the thing. If you get anyone that hasn't played any games before and something happens and they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" But like that comes second nature to us because mm-hmm. already in our heads, like we've planned out yeah, what I we're going to do I mean, in case of each exactly. situation. If have you ever watched someone play a game mm. and they're not doing the same thing as you, but you have the urge just to take over, just to make sure they yeah. do what you yeah. want to do? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I think it's more of an issue of like viewing as society. Because you get it in sports as well. It's if you're viewing something, you know, if it's let's take an actual sport, like you said, you know, in esports, it could just be viewed as, you know, clicking a button. Yeah. So, like athletes, they might just view it as, you know, just moving their legs, you know, just jumping. And so yeah. the actual person. Like a good example would be, you know, you know that whole Conor McGregor fight. He's just come back into it. You might not be able to appreciate everything he's doing because you're not there. Himself. You're not doing it yourself. Yeah. Like so, like so the average person watching this esports game don't understand what these people are doing in their heads and everything. Yeah. And calculate because there's no way yeah. to portray that. And then if you, same thing if you're watching a boxing match, like to like let's take the uh, the new Andy Ruiz and uh, Anthony Joshua fight. People are quite disappointed because there was no real action. You don't because un- they can't appreciate what's going on. Yeah. They don't understand that obviously they're still being skillful about it, mm. but they're just they. they yeah, don't but it's get like you, you take um, like some people would say that Joshua was like. Yeah, I mean that's like, a legitimate. He, he was bare, like he wasn't putting on a performance and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's that fine line of: Are you going out to put on a performance? Are you going in there to do what you have, you have to, to do? do? Which is what and ultimately, he went in there and did what he have to, he what he to had win. to do to win. He said he, he was going to win. He didn't and put he on a performance. He said he was going to win and he won. So I, I'd say the same for esports players. They want to win. No, that that's what they're aiming to do. They're aiming to be the best, and that involves winning. So, yeah, it's just what do you what do you hold more highly, putting on a show yeah, for people, exactly, or actually just just getting it through and just yeah, just, just winning. Just because the average person isn't entertained by it doesn't mean that they haven't put skill and time into it. And exactly, they're not doing what they they're aiming to do. Yeah, I think I think it's unjust to to look at esports and then just go, oh, well, they're just playing games for a living, because obviously then you you undermine like. I could just say, oh, well, any national runners, they're just running for a living. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. But it's just because they don't see like that same level of physical training. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that anyone who does, you know, play these games for a living, you know, they're very fortunate for where they are. Much like yeah. you know, anyone else who does any other job. But I'm sure that's not necessarily what they want to be doing constantly. I'm sure that that player doesn't want to be spending eight hours of his, of his day constantly. Yeah, he probably wants to go all, out. We all play games, and we after a certain time, like if we keep losing, or, like, you, you get tired or like of just it. in general, we just get bored of it. You get demotivated. You're human. There's going to be times where that player is going to want, you know, to go home or you know, go yeah, out. But it's also a question of. Um, how determined you are to exactly. become a better player. If you keep losing, it's the same in any sport. If you keep losing, you might think, oh, this might not be the best thing for me. I might as well just quit. But if you if you persevere and you're determined to keep going, then that shows how much willpower you have and therefore that is more respect for you as a player. And you'd say yeah. the same thing about a footballer. There's going to be times where they don't want to show up to training. Exactly. They're going to want to like go out with their mates or whatever, but they, they want to improve as a player. They want to be a better player on the pitch. So they turn up to training. It's the same thing. It's the same principle. And I'd say definitely, uh, like, there's there's a lot of interchangeable skills in the in the sports as well as esports and n- normal sports. In normal sports, in like football and rugby, teamwork is key. Exactly. Yeah. And communication. Yeah. That's the same thing in esports. And it's just it's it's annoying to see the press and the media just sort of denounce esports as just being just a couple kids playing a game. Yeah. Because it gets to a point where yeah, it may be a game. 
but so is rugby and football at the end of it. That's mm. all. That's also exactly. a game. I mean, the origin was, of rugby was just a kid getting bored, picking up a football and throwing it in the goal. That is legitimately the origin of football. Yeah, someone must have like came up with the like, oh, like put no, this not there. football. Sorry, the origin of rugby. Rugby. Yeah, someone, yeah. someone must have you know thought okay, I'll get this and I'll throw it. It's yeah. just a game at the end it, of the day. Exactly. And it's become competitive. Of you course. can't just denounce everything for just being a game, if it's got a competitive aspect to it. And there are people trying their bloody hardest to become the best. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but it's you have to think about obviously like the, like the money behind it as well. Mm-hmm. Like people can can sort of say whatever they want about esports, but think of the numbers that it actually brings in. It's the same as I that's, know, that's, I that's what they that's what they don't realize is that they're making more like money off of this. Than some like professional like sports like yeah, I mean, games. I know that Activision they do pour in a lot of money in, uh, in to the, make yeah. the Overwatch League yeah. happen. I mean, I, and I understand that. I, I understand the argument that they get too much money, but that's also because I understand it's, that it's always relative. And that's it's the thing people say, oh, footballers. That's what I mean. It's like esports aren't the only players that get it. And like, so the same argument could be made about football. So people need to remember that. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are other careers that. Should probably be paid more, instead of like yeah, yeah. instead of how the crazy numbers that some but footballers. That's not the fault but of the players. Yeah, it's not I the fault of the players because obviously you have to remember it's all relative. The only it's reason they're getting that much money is because they're helping raking in that. Much yeah, exactly. Money. I mean, in 2021, apparently it's projected that it'll, it should esports as an industry should gain a total revenue of 1.65 billion dollars. Yeah, it's, it's a huge. It's, 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 a, it's, it's an huge. exponential growth. Yeah, it's brilliant. And the thing is, I think a lot of the uh, the reason we're seeing such a rise in it compared to obviously, you know, normal normal sports. I'm gonna say normal sports, but um, it's obviously they're they're not normal as such because esports are normal as well. But the reason we're seeing such a rise is because like all children can have access to it in some way or another. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that used to be the same with normal sports, obviously. But obviously, nowadays everyone technology is everywhere, so it's easy for children mm-hmm. to as- access it. I mean, it's just as well the prize money as well. As you said with the Fortnite kid, he won three million. That's like, that is a lot of money for 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 a for a, for a, as the media says a game. Mm. It's just it, and the fact that there is this much money being in this industry shows that there is demand. You wouldn't exactly. put that much money in if there was no demand. That just wouldn't make sense if you were a company, say like Activision or EA or something. Just all the old like. Generations, boomers. I hate to pe- throw around that term, but if you think about it, no, but it is that that traditionalist sort of like to be an athlete, you have to push your body to the yeah. limit to to train like tr- in a traditional way. But that's just not like it's it's not that narrow anymore. I, yeah, I agree. I think it's another example of you know what people don't understand. They yeah. hate. I don't think that. I think yeah. I don't think they're necessarily necessarily programmed to you know believe that you have to you know be the strong you know natural athlete sort of thing. I think they don't quite get it. They don't they don't see what everyone else yeah. sees, and obviously because they don't see it, they don't agree with it. Yeah. And they're always going to pick something else. It's just a matter of you know showing these people. Well, again, it's just do. it's just the world moving on. I mean, back in say Roman times, you had people literally killing themselves exactly. to entertain people in the Colosseum. Exactly. And then once it it must there must have been a point then where it kind of changed from a less lethal form of entertainment. Everyone was like, "Oh, well, this this is for pussies." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird because I think it's it's got like it's gotten to a point where 
its numbers are like you can't just gloss over you them. You can't argue with them. It's showing like there's visual, there's statistics to support it. There's progress being made. Yeah. And like comparable to other industries, it's not like it's some you know like rising sort of faff. It's not like a one-off. It's this is something because that's e- actually e- films of esports have been around for ages. Exactly. This is what I mean. But it's got its actual industry now. You know, there's yearly yeah. events. Like it's the same as you know football. And you know these games have got like things weekly now. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, there's always like something to do. Same mm. as weekly football games. Because obviously it started with like you put your like computer in the back of your car, drive down to to like a rented out hall or something yeah. like that, and it's like this massive land party. That's the origin of esports. It literally started off with a few people bringing their laptops and computers to a centre. And this is the thing. I think unfortunately, obviously that was brilliant, but I think that hurts the image of the industry. I think, I think that you Which know mean? because obviously. You know, the, all these people who are stereo, stereo like stereo, oh, they're discriminating against the industry. They're thinking, oh, it's just a bunch of like nerds sitting at a computer, like all together in a little hall. It's not anymore. Yeah, well, people I, I, are going to like parties and everything. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's, it's good that now that there are actual associations and organisations that yeah. are being built around esports to promote it in not only um, local areas but national exactly. as well. I mean, the British Esports Association, they they're a national organisation which promotes. Um, esports mm. for young people. I mean, people are making careers out of it, so that's that's another exactly. reason and to support it. I know also this association. They also they go to schools and ask the school if they would like to compete in yeah, esports well, yeah. to- tournaments. Where's for that? instance, a local school around here. I mean, they they did national competitions, didn't they? Mm. I mean, they they went all the way up. They might have not won the finals, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, but still, you know who you are. Yeah, you We're know. talking you, about you in that yeah. national Overwatch yeah, tournament. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it's just they realise that there's not only it's good to have opportunity. Schools go on and on about opportunities and that, right? Mm. But as soon as something that isn't traditional comes around the corner, they block it. They swipe it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. So they think, oh, we're not gonna. That's that's not normal thing to do. You know, we, we I think I think if they saw that the potential it had. I think their opinions would change. Exactly. I think if they yeah, but it's it's like if say the the British like esports uh, like association uh, came to our school, our headmaster would be like, no, no, exactly. Like, it, he wouldn't promote that because I, I mean, he would see it as a waste of time. Especially with our school, where we're a very like traditional and uh, in some forms old fashioned you know, school. The thing is, you have you have to wait until you get to a certain point where the adults have grown up in that environment. Yeah, yeah. you have to wait until. The, ad- the adults are the ones that have grown up and realised that esports is a thing. Yeah. It's the same for future sports as well. You never have change until someone who has experienced that change comes into power. That's yeah. a bit exaggerated. A bit of exaggeration. No, yeah, no, but it's true. It's true. I mean, no, and I, I think I'd actually have to disagree. I think if our teacher was was our head teacher would um, was approached by them and he turned them down, I think that would get more backlash than. Mm. That would get I a think, lot more I, th- I don't think he'd turn it down. I, th- I don't necessarily think he'd massively promote it, but I don't mm. think he'd say no. I think it it would uh, it would be a detriment to him and the school because obviously I think I, ju- I just couldn't see something. I like couldn't, that I couldn't see school. it at our school obviously, but I don't. I think it would be a major uh, detriment for him too. Yeah, for him to decline that, and the fact is, is that esports does de- develop your skills as you get older for uh, for work the, the working world for instance as i said before teamwork and co- coordination communication knowing how to distribute resources knowing how to think tactically and smart exactly. i think many people obviously would argue against that but that's because they don't un- they don't understand mm. you know the skills you do develop through it 
So basically, if you're watching this, um, set up an esports. Uh, basically, team in your if you're watching this, follow your dreams. Yeah, follow okay? your dreams. You know, but it's it's what it's one around the world. I mean, it's big in Asia, isn't it? Exactly. It's it's esports is massive it in Asia, but it still hasn't hit its prime. You know, there's still a, there's still a good way st- for it to go. It stems from obviously like arcades. Yeah, exactly. Like South that. Korea is insane when it comes to exactly uh, esports. It has so much support for that, as well as China as well. Yeah. And they are amazing players. Exactly, yeah. they're they dedicating hours, hours, like hours upon hours. And yeah, it's it's just it's 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 quite funny to see how different cultures influence opportunities. Yeah, I mean those um. But those, it's also great to see how they come together. Those like yeah. those Eastern Asian countries. They've, they've. I feel like you know they're quite young uh, in comparison to us. You know, obviously we have the British Empire and everything, but you know you go over to Japan, you can look at Tokyo, like look at like the technological advancements in that city alone. Like you know, it's. I don't want to say because yeah. it's still ingrained in our society, but obviously because it's it's like a different sort of culture well, over there. You'd say that, but the main reason why Japan is like that is because it's been westernized. Oh, of course, yeah. It wasn't like that before World War Two. Yeah, it's just interesting to see how those sorts of countries have seemed to, you know, be, become more accepting of that sort of um, that developing, you know, industry mm. in comparison to you know more traditional ones. Because they really are bloody good at yes, it. They're making money. Out it of is it. insane when it comes. I mean, it's just as well if if you're a fan of esports as well, just watch it. Or sponsoring a team as well, it's it's a feeling of coming together in community. Yeah, and you yeah. know, of course, we're not like, even people yeah. from all over the world. Come yeah, we're not even yeah. we're not even delving into like all the uh, the internet the opportunities like money wise like a lot of esports teams have merchandise now the exact same as football teams you could argue you know yeah I mean e-sports, some esports players get so much paid money. upwards of like fifteen grand players have yeah. contracts for teams now it's yeah, not just yeah. like a group of people coming together it is literally they could being employed yeah, by a big they're, company they're, these teams are now actual. Organizations, yeah, they're not they're not random. They're not like a group of friends coming together exactly. anymore. Like you fully, it's it's like any sport. You fully get scouted out exactly because obviously, well, you apply, you can apply. Instead of obviously having a scout go to like a semi-professional game and a scout out there, it's like you obviously use uh, social media like exactly. YouTube, like Twitch streaming and stuff like that. You get scouted by people through them just watching your game exactly and, and then you you get signed a contract it is so the, the yeah. level of professional like professionalism has gone way up like these people are employing like you know qualified professionals as well to help them like you know yeah they've got account accountants they've got you know designers for anything they want to make you know it's not just it's not it's not like a niche market where it's it's not related to anything else anymore it's ingrained in society at this point I don't and it's just a shame that people don't accept it as much as they should do. As yeah. as when time goes on, it, it will slowly become more and more accepted. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's Saturday. like esports into the Olympics. I used to be sort of thinking like, oh, but what's the point? It's not like because I always thought of that difference between new age like sort of sports and traditional sports. But I think now, like, go ahead. I, like, I, why I not? Un- it's such yeah. a competitive field. I understand. I understand the argument for esports to yeah, be I in the Olympics, it, but, I, but I I honestly think. At this point, I, d- I almost don't think out of tradition esports should be in the Olympics. I think it deserves its own thing, like it like its own big thing. Yeah, it deserves something of an equivalent because you can't say any individual sport has as big yeah. of a market. Yeah, as the exactly. Sport this of is e-sports. this is the thing. I don't want to argue against because esports are in their own right sports at the end of the yeah. day, not physical sports. You know, electronic sports, but they're still sports nonetheless. Hence their name. Uh, whether that qualifies them to be in the Olympics or not, I don't think anyone could necessarily say. On their own, but yeah. it, they definitely deserve a platform like the Olympics yeah. to, 
you know, for people to just at the end of the day show off their hard work and talent. That's all it is. Because esports is pretty much just self-made. Mm. I think, yeah. like the yeah. the industry has 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 created itself. It hasn't had a platform that has that it's been boosted off of. It's just developed over time into the, the of great course. thing it is. Look, it's it's kind of built by the the manufacturers of those games. For instance, it, they use esports as not only a way to show off their um, like people getting good at the game, and like, like uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of a facade that, but it's also esports as well as showing off championships and everything. It's a bit of an an advertising ploy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's to get your oh, game. Yeah, out if of you it. think about games like Overwatch, that that game's life has been s- extended so much because of esports. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, even games like Dota Two. How long is that? CS:GO. Now? CSGO. It's like, yeah. How long has CSGO been out? It's been out since about 2012. How, how much do you think esports has carried that, that game? There's yeah. a reason. There is a reason that I don't want like the single players, single player games have their own market. But there is a reason that these multiplayer games seem to outlast, you know, the these competitive multiplayer games outlast these single player games. You know, I mean, obviously there's speed running and everything that sort of market. But there's a reason because like it's got, it's there's it's got a continuous like, I want to say shelf life. Like it's always going to be replenished. Yeah, because with a multiplayer game, there's no. It's not like single player where this is the beginning and this is the yeah, end. Yeah, it has no. There's, there there's, is no cap on it. Exactly, you're setting yourself goals. I guess much like in sports, you know, you're making progress yourself, and it's yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I spend too much time just playing games and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I probably should be doing homework. But <laughs> I I think it's just you know. That's not a bad thing. It's though. that's not necessarily a bad. When you also when you play a more competitive environment, I find that also brings more life in, into like when you're playing it. When you're playing a game casually, I found you get bored of it a lot. A you lot. You don't more. care as much. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, you I don't, don't care about how you perform, and then you just get bored. But if you're playing, if you then realize, oh wait, I'm gonna start playing competitive. You're in an environment where you have to sort of tell yourself. Sure, you still have responsibilities like that. You do need to keep up like such a school life and work mm-hmm. life and whatever. But you also realise that oh, I can't just drop this and then come back to it and remain the same skill. I have to keep going at this, mm-hmm. and therefore that sort as as a person, as an individual, to me uh, that makes that spurs me on. In fact, that motivates me, and it's like oh, I like this new feeling of having to be the best. I know I won't be the best, but having to compete and get better, I like that progression. Who says you won't be the best? Oh. Don't Jake. Jake. Don't you, put yourself down like that. I was going to say you are the best bumper than you at Overwatch. You're just but not you can than be Overwatch. the best. No, but you know, it's a friendly competition, this competitive atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Know? It like, stimulates growth. Yeah. As people, that's, that's as industries, it, as markets. That's you know? not the competitive side of it, obviously. It's just like I'll always say that I'm better than Louis Overwatch. We're better at different skill sets. Okay. And I, that's a, I, a similar I, thing. I believe that. I, Shut I up. Shut I'm up. Better than him that isn't true. No, no, no. And you know what? But it's just like stuff like that. I'm not saying like this causes me to be better at the game, but in some slight way, obviously, as well as competing against the opponent, I'm also competing to be the best on my team. You know, and I think. I think yeah, but you can't let that go too much. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get that. But it's also that friendly competition helps all of the yeah. team become better because, in a sense, it's not like trying to outdo each other. But when you're getting better, and say everyone gets better, then you're sort of in your head. You're just like, I need to get up to the team's part. I need to raise yeah, the team's you know, level. Yeah, you need to. Fu- you otherwise, if you sat behind, you you get the feeling like in any other sport, you you feel like you're letting the team down. Yeah, and I think that also it also uh, contributes to the development of leadership in oneself. 
Because uh -huh. if, if you're in a team, your team can't just operate without a leader. You need to have yeah. someone calling out the shots, so, like telling people, okay, this is probably the best idea to do. And I think that also goes to the term of uh, when you're a team, you identify each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses a lot easier because yeah. you know what your, uh, your, uh, your teammate's better at and what he may not be as good at. And for instance, when that goes into roles in such as uh, Overwatch, you might say, okay, you're not such an aggressive player, so why don't we have you on the back, back line of support just to keep everyone alive and not put you in conflict that much? So I think that also can also be carried into the work world, in that in a work team, a work team also needs a leader. You can't have yeah. a boss bossing everyone around because that doesn't increase morale when you're in a work team. You need to have a leader that says, okay, let's do this together and it helps contribute as well as that. It's that key difference. It's that key, is, are you a boss or are you a leader? Yeah, yeah. And, this, and this is the thing, I think that's a great way to round it off and, and lead it back to the board games. I think you know, all of these things are so brilliant because you can, you, know, you can develop relationships and you have new experiences and form new skills. Oh yeah, like, like uh, someone that we've known for four years. Exactly. That is like a really good friend we, we of us that we, we talk to pretty much like every day. We met him just playing Overwatch. Exactly. exactly. We met and like brilliant. in a pie. But then you have the media. Shout out Seb. If Shout you're out to Seb. You have the media. We get, we've got to get Seb on the podcast. We when will, it comes down, when it comes down, we'll get him but, on. But um, you have the, also the media then demonising that by saying, saying practically that everyone on the internet is a predator. And I'm oh, sure there is yeah. some predators. Um, on yeah. the, and you should be careful. I'm not saying yeah. don't be but careful. But that's the same in the, but the normal working world. Like anyone you meet on the street could be one. Yeah. yeah. There's just as much of a risk, if not more as well. So it's, it's you can't just demonize it just because it's a different environment. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's good to spread awareness of being secure in that environment. But it's the same in real life. You can't just demonize it. it shouldn't intimidate you can't be friends you. with yeah. anyone online. Like, it shouldn't intimidate no. you. Like yeah. it shouldn't be a reason to not do it because that's the same with anything. Exactly. I mean, it's like obviously you shouldn't just instantly just like give out your address. Like, yeah. But I mean, it's like say with like some people we've met, like we've been talking to them for ages, and then it's like, oh, you're on Discord or something like that, and then you video call, mm. and then it's not like we go straight away like, oh, we're talking to them. Hey, do you just want to meet up in real life or something like that. Like I don't think like as long as you are sensible about it. Like you can meet so many great people online oh, and, and through games. That's just, but like, I mean, most people have met their best friends through. Exactly. And this is the thing. Yeah. I put, and what's the difference between distinguishing that and I guess like I don't know. I don't want to say a dating site or anything, but I mean, I guess you yeah, could draw comparison. You're just, just strangers. You're just on looking a at random for the same purpose. and you can still catfish people on there. Like, and mm. at the end of the day, yeah. it's it's just as much of a risk. You're literally texting a stranger, organising to meet up. I, it's a very similar thing. And if anything, it's less dangerous than say dating websites because obviously i mean yeah obviously we're in the edge no one's have, exploiting like, that intimacy yeah I mean, but like it's, it's also not like you're i mean some people do have like voice changes and stuff like that but like if you're talking to them and getting more of an idea it's not like with text because anyone can access anyone over text mm -hmm. i don't know i just think i think the media demonizes too much but again that's just the media just getting attention yeah i mean obviously all three of us can urge for for the um, for the practice of safety, mm. and, we, and we do urge to anyone um, obviously going online and, and speaking to people that you do be safe because you know there's although maybe like nine out of ten times the person is just like a regular person, you know it's still that one in ten chance yeah. that they are just some like some creep with, with yeah with yeah. bad intent, yeah. but yeah. Just, 
I think the main the main thing to stop that from happening though is that whenever you meet someone online, is to meet them in a public place. Never meet someone for the first time around at someone's house. Yeah, I mean, say with like us, like we've said, obviously it started just like voice call, and then we're on stuff like um, you remember like house parties and mm. stuff like that. So it wasn't like we didn't know what this kid looked like. Yeah, no, no, no there, like there were that. multiple like routes for us to actually exactly. see that this kid was real. Exactly, yeah. and then we met him up at Comic Con, which was a public place. Which was a public place, plenty of people around. And, you know, like we're it was, all it really was good fine. mates, and we have been for like four or five years. Hmm. So I don't know. It's just you can you like yeah, you can meet good people on the internet, and some like you said earlier, some can form into some of your best friends. Hmm. But that's, I think that's the whole point of video games. As much as it is to compete, it's also to bring people together. Yeah. Because yeah. that is... That's what sport does. That is also, yeah. yeah, sport brings... Obviously, because before anything, like, teamwork comes in. Because obviously with a game, like, competitive, like, it's transferable with both, with, with team sports and then and then team games. Obviously, there's always a reliance on your team and you have to work together. So, uh, yeah, I just think video games bring people together. Yeah, on that note... I think that's a great way to round it off. Yeah. Exactly. I think, you know, this, uh, you know, there's only one celebrating life day a year, and I think y- y- everyone should spend it, not necessarily with video games, but, you know, just spending just time with, with people, people. appreciating. You know what? Celebrate life every day. Yeah, you know, celebrate life every day. Don't let this stop you just because it's one day, okay? You know, take everything you've learned from this episode of the podcast, and, you know. And look forward to June the 9th, people, because that's <laughs> going to be a banger of a day. Oh, and remember, and remember, September, Oi, banger. Se- September the 30th, lads. September the 30th, okay? Yeah. Podcast day. Podcast day, September. June the 9th. June the 9th. <laughs> right, well, thank you um, for listening uh, to this episode, obviously. If you haven't already or you are new to the And we didn't dip into podca- politics. We, we did, did oh not dip into Did politics? you really have to interrupt... My outro to say I'm sorry, that, but that is a commendation that has a to commendation. be commendation. Sorry, commendation. Commendation. commendation that has to be said. Okay. Can we get a round of applause, please? For what? What we, what we? I have the what mic we, in my hand. No, no, please. Stop. Oh, just, Whoa. Okay. All right, we're ending it there. Stop uh, no, him. Okay. Yeah. As I was saying before, I got really interrupted by the man singing across from me. Love um, you too. If you are new or you aren't already, please follow the uh, Instagram. Is at chatting chit. Um, we're going to be uploading there uh, and just using more. more social medias just in general. Trying to get more, more involved. Yeah, yeah right. just a bit more involved because... Uh, We've been told. <laughs> and we, and we, don't, we don't want to keep it like too Dead. separate. But yeah. Um, um, you know, we're going to be looking for someone to come on. Yeah. So, yeah well, exactly. We're, we're, we're going to be uploading a, a polls on the uh, yeah, Instagram. That's what that's oh, a good yeah. idea. Yeah, we're doing that. We're doing that people want to come on we will make a list and then we're going to start getting more people on like we did uh, before this year yeah, because we do like chatting to people getting their views on things and exactly. their experiences I think we it's always nice, want a refresher nice bring, yeah, like, it was nice when we had yeah. Harry and, Je- and James on yeah you know and, 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 Tom, Tom, and Tom. Tom I think you know it opens up a lot of opportunities yeah, exactly. to see other people and plus we like connecting with people physically and across the internet don't we ah, ah, that's, oh, a good, that's, that's a good that's a good one um, but yeah thank you uh, for listening and uh, we will see you next week bye Jacob I love you love you